T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jeffcast News Radio WRBA. It is a Friday afternoon. Congratulations. We have made it. Self high fives all the way around. Stacy Davenport is the Commonwealth's attorney for Chesterfield County. And I want you to be as clear on this as you can be, and I want to be as upfront with you as I can be. Four years ago, when she was seeking that office, she was, in my opinion, the better candidate. Happens to be a Republican. And what I said four years ago was, even though I don't live in Chesterfield County, if I did, I would certainly vote for Stacey Davenport for Commonwealth's attorney. Well, fast forward four years, she's running for re-election, but I don't know that I could make the same comment now that I made four years ago. I, I was absolutely appalled by much of what she has said and, wh- and much of what she has done in reference to this John Blanchard matter. We have tried now, I believe it's two weeks, to get her on in the afternoon to answer some very simple, straightforward questions about the matter. And again, I believe it's two weeks, and she has just been uh, unavailable. Unavailable, unavailable, unavailable. Not able to do it. And we didn't give her a specific time either. We said, "You, you pick the time. Any time at all. And we'll make it work. We'll cancel other people if we have to, just to have you on. She has chosen not to appear on this program. She appeared this morning with my friend John Reed, answered a couple of questions, although the big question about expungement was never addressed. State Delegate Tim Anderson is someone who has been focused on this for quite some time, and I'm happy to say he's joining us. Tim, thanks for being here. Glad to be back. You were uh, listening as I was this morning. What did you What did you make of all that? Well, I don't know if you caught this, Jeff, but in the very beginning, before John brought her on, he said, I gave her the questions in advance of what he was going to ask. And, you know, I've done hundreds of television, radio interviews in my political career. I've never been given the questions in advance. And I'm not faulting John about that uh, in any way. But, uh, you know, she knew exactly what John was going to ask her, and she still was unable to 
answer the basic questions as to why. I mean, you heard what she said. She threw the her uh, Commonwealth attorneys under the bus who uh, who she said made the decisions, and then she said uh, that uh, she counseled with the chief, you know, with the police department of what they did wrong. That is all inconsistent with the records. Um, and then the thing I like most about what she said today is she, and this was a swing at me, she said the people that are outside of Chesterfield need to shut up. I mean, she didn't say it like exactly that way, but that's what she was saying. Yeah. Um, she, she said, you're, you know, you need to quit disseminating information. So, um, so I went ahead and re-released John Blanchard's criminal file once again um, to disseminate the information once more because, you know, what's really important is you know, she continues to lean in that there was a lack of evidence and I released a police file and highlighted a few things like there was a plea agreement in the works. Um, and he went to, you know, he's allegedly went to sex offender therapy, you know, counseling, uh, to work off some kind of a deal with the Commonwealth attorney's office. So, I mean, these are notes and records. I don't know what's true or what's not, but this is from the police file of the police's observations of what, happened in court during that year prosecution. So um, she's just, I don't know, if, if I had those questions in advance, I probably would have answered them differently or not even gone on the show because I think there's just even more questions um, now than ever. I don't know. What did you think? Uh, well, I, I, I've got to uh, confess, I did not hear that part where uh, John said he gave her the uh, questions in advance. That's that's news to me. So uh, I'm going to go back and listen to the entire uh, segment once again. I, I thought her performance was uh, insulting and embarrassing. I don't know a nicer way to say it, so I'll just say it that way. Uh, we're not talking about saying, ah, oh, you know, my cousin got this parking ticket and you can't really see the sign and, oh, gosh, can't we do something about it? We're talking about allegations of predators looking for children. And I, I like you, I, I read all of the paperwork that is available. I personally, and I'm not an attorney, Tim, and you are, and I want you to answer this, and then I want to talk about the whole expungement thing, which never came up at all. I... I looked at it and I thought, you know what, I would I would say I'm going to take this to a grand jury. That's what I would have said. Would you have done the same thing? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, and that's and that's the only thing you can do as a as a Commonwealth attorney. You know, it is especially when the public is focused on a case uh, with a high profile figure. You do not ever want to look like you're creating favoritism. And you know now. It would be appropriate to terminate the prosecution if there really was a lack of evidence, like, or, or if there was exculpatory evidence that, yes. you know, John Blanchard was in Fiji on the day he, you know, he claimed to be, you know, at this, you know, at this uh, uh, a, a hotel with this underage girl uh, that was posing, the detective was posing as an underage girl. That would all make sense if there was something like that. But, but to say there was a lack of evidence and that she couldn't move forward based upon her ethical duties doesn't make sense. I mean, I would have put it to a grand jury, let the grand jury decide. If the grand jury thinks there's probable cause, you move the case. And uh, and the grand jury doesn't think there's probable cause, then you announce that you presented it to the grand jury, and the citizens of Chesterfield felt that there wasn't enough evidence, and that is it. Um, that's how you handle these cases, to shortchange it, to take it away from the citizens of Chesterfield County to decide whether there was probable cause to move the case forward uh, is... is um, as Chief Katz said, uh, bizarre, bizarre. 
She claimed um, but, this morning, uh, Tim, that brand new evidence had come up in the last 48 hours, which just changed everything. But she wouldn't tell us what it was or, or anything like that. What, what are you hearing? You know, I don't know what the new evidence is, but I know one thing that you know is that Chesterfield is the top notch law enforcement agency in the Commonwealth. You know, these detectives are not, you know, first year police cadet hacks. And, you know, I mean, these are seasoned special investigative detectives, the best in the. They're running a sting that they've done a hundred other times and they're doing the play just like they're supposed to do. Um, And they compiled the evidence, John Blanchard and 17 other guys and and I think 13 of these guys are are, have been convicted of something. Um, And so, you know, there is no uh, uh, there's no explanation as to what what was defective about this case. The case has enough to move forward on what it is. Whatever the new evidence is certainly doesn't have anything to do with what John Blanchard did on that day, because we know what he did on that day. We know what he sent on his cell phone. We know what where he showed up. We know these things already. So whatever the new evidence is, isn't like, you know, there's something out there that, that the police didn't know on that day. Um, and, and the Commonwealth attorney didn't know. So I don't know what it is. Um, she alleged and inferred that it, uh, it addresses his, I think she said it addresses his guilt or addresses his, um, his conduct in the matter or something like that. So I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's a witness statement. I don't know. I can only speculate, but, um, but, you know, I think, you know, the, the big thing is, and you asked about this just before we started here, is the expungement. I mean, yes. you know, this is, this is the biggest egregious part of the case is after this guy, you know, she's not processed the case, he asked to seal his records and erase them um, from court files and erase the police records from the public domain. And when he asks that, she almost immediately, and I, I say that not not in jest, but within like a week or two, files a no-defense answer um, to the expungement, which seals and erases these police records, and then signs an order to be entered by the court agreeing for that before the state police even have their background investigation done on what his criminal history is. I, I mean, what in the hell is going on uh, in Chesterfield? I, you, I've never seen that ever done by a Commonwealth attorney on a serious felony sex offender case ever. I mean, he may be entitled to expungement after a court hears the evidence and hears manifest injustice and hears all those things and a judge may decide to do that. I've never seen a Commonwealth attorney agree and sign an order before the state police has even done their job. I, I don't know what's going on up there, but it is, it is scary stuff because, you know, when, when something like this is happening, you have to start thinking what else is going on there. Um, and I don't know, but this is, this is bad. This is as bad as this is probably going to trigger an investigation by a higher authority. Tim, let me ask you, I'll remind everybody, State Delegate Tim Anderson is joining us here. Tim, who would investigate this? Would this be the Attorney General that would say, hey, let's uh, everybody take a step backwards. I'm going to handle this now? Well, I mean, look, if, if, if the question now really has to turn. This is so much more than John Blanchard's guilt or innocence. The question really turns to public corruption. Is there public corruption in her office? 
what you know, and and the people who would investigate that would be the federal authorities. I mean, if, I mean, they're the ones who go after these kinds of these kinds of situations. I have no idea if they're doing that or if this is on their radar. You know, they obviously do their things on their own, but it would be the it would be the federal authorities. They're the people who investigate questions of public corruption. And and in, unless Stacey Davenport has a darn good reason as to the why um, why this happened, I just don't know what the you know oh, I, I don't know how somebody who cares about public corruption wouldn't be looking at this somehow, some way. Finally, Tim, uh, she talked about uh, her ethical duty and protecting her bar license. And uh, again, I'm not an attorney, so I was just, I was just a little puzzled by that. You are an attorney. You've got uh, a bar license. You're, you're, you're held to, uh, to ethics as an officer of the court. What was your sense when she said that? I couldn't, I, you know, it's so weird how she's like, you know, she said yesterday at the press conference that because she's giving it to a special prosecutor, she cannot comment on the case any further. She said that yesterday. And then today, at 8.30, she's on the radio with John Reed with, with questions that were already given to her. So, <laughs> ethics. All right, so let's talk about prosecutorial ethics. A prosecutor has an ethical duty not to pursue a case that they know uh, that the person is not guilty of, that they know. They, have, they may have a weak case. They may have a flimsy case. That doesn't stop them from prosecuting a case. They only have a duty when they know, when they have evidence that somebody's not guilty of a crime. Um, and so Stacey Davenport has the police file that we all have. She apparently has some other evidence that she thinks is important that was given to her. The only thing that she has to do is march that into the grand jury and present it. And then they say yes or no. And if there is um, a uh, if there is a bill, a true bill, then she moves the case forward. There, there was no ethics here because there's nothing that points to John Blanchard being innocent. You know, there's a difference between being not guilty and innocent. There's no evidence here to present that he's innocent that she has. So okay. um, there's no there's no prosecutorial ethics here. She just doesn't want to do her job, um, and she wants to uh, to pass the buck and and uh, try to get out of this, and I'm not going to let it happen. I'm not going to let it happen. Tim, uh, she referenced uh, political attacks. Now, the one uh, she she referenced Chief Katz, and I thought, well, uh, Chief Katz is a lot of things, but uh, a politician he's not. I mean, this is a a ramrod straight cop's cop, always has been. And uh, frankly, Chesterfield County is lucky to have Chief Jeffrey S. Katz, and I, I, I'm saying that uh, because I know his reputation across the country. So, so that that smack at him, I just thought was was cheap and unwarranted. Uh, you have ventured into elective office, so I guess technically you could uh, be involved in the political process. Are, are you simply launching Tim a quote political attack on uh, on Ms. Davenport? Not yet, but I'm about to. Uh, you know, she doesn't know the difference between being held accountable and being a political opponent. And it is my absolute intention to make sure she does not win her reelection. She is going to see political attacks. And when I say that, I'm talking about bringing the full three ring circus into Chesterfield. She is not going to win her seat again. That is a political attack.
I'm holding her accountable for her decisions that she made. That is not a political attack. That is, hey, you've released somebody into my district, into my community, that uh, without explanation, um, that's holding somebody accountable. So uh, she doesn't she doesn't know the difference, but she's about to learn. Uh, do you have somebody who will be seeking that seat against her? I'm going to go to the Chesterfield County GOP on Monday, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to find out where the bench is on this. Um, somebody, you know, there's going to be somebody that's going to step up. And uh, if there's not anybody, I'll tell you, I'm thinking about it myself. But I would rather find, uh, you know, I want the best person to go against her. There's a Democrat running um, in that district. And uh, I'll, be, I'll be damned if I'm going to let a Democrat win in Red Chesterfield County. So we're going to go talk to the Chesterfield Committee on Monday about this and see, see where we are on this. Because, because at the end of the day, Stacey Davenport is not going to be reelected in Chesterfield County, I can assure you. Tim, I appreciate you being here. Uh, stay in touch. This is uh, going to get uh, even more interesting. Have a great weekend. That is uh, State Delegate Tim Anderson. And that's some fascinating stuff. First, from the legal perspective. And then, as Tim said, he is going in front of the uh, Chesterfield County Republican Party on Monday uh, to find out if there is somebody who could run against Stacey Davenport. Wow. This this just gets curiouser and curiouser. And, and I want to be very clear on one other thing. Tim said that he heard or he believed that John had provided the questions to Stacey Davenport first. I did not hear that. And I've asked uh, Ryan to go back and listen to the full clip. I'm going to do the same thing. I, I want everybody to be above board on this. It's just as simple as that. I just think it's it, it's far too important uh, for any uh, histrionics or theatrics or anything else, one way or the other. Everybody's got to be above board on this. And ultimately, this has to do with the safety of kids in our community. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.